Hi everyone, welcome to the latest Siddiqui Ramblings podcast. As the name suggests, the ramblings of the Siddiqui boys. You may have seen us on TV. I'm Basit Siddiqui. I'm Sid Siddiqui. I'm Umar Siddiqui. So hopefully you'll join us every week just to hear our general thoughts on uh, the world as it is and our little ideas about life in general. If you want to get involved, then feel free to. You can email us on thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. Right, let's get going. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Come on, Dad. Get with it. Sorry. What fruit are you eating this week? Uh, Satsuma. Dad's new thing is that he always starts each show with him eating some form of fruit. Well, uh, Satsuma is good because it's, uh, it's, it's tangy and your mouth doesn't get dry. No. What, which fruit makes your mouth dry? Do any fruits make your mouth dry? Well, I would imagine sweet f- fruit would, because this tangy keeps giving you your taste buds a bit of a excitement. Yeah. The tangy fruit. You know, Dad, I would never have listened to you and your advice when it comes to food, but the other day you led me on to something that has changed my life. Really? What was that? Uh, coconut yogurt. Yes. yes. Is that what you have? Do you have coconut yogurt? Absolutely, yes. Oh, coconut God. milk yogurt. Coconut milk yogurt. Yeah. And it changed your life. Changed your yeah. life. For yeah. the worse. No, for the better. <laughs> because I'm the kind of guy who'll just get those big tubs of Ben and Jerry's uh-huh. and wolf them down without even thinking about it. Yes. Because I, I think I like the coldness mixed with the sweetness. Absolutely. But this coconut yogurt is so nice. Yes, it's it? so refreshing. Like Ben and Jerry's? Not Ben and Jerry's. It's a different taste, but it's really nice. Yeah. And even more so because we had some plums that we bought the other day mm-hmm. and they were far too many to eat. So... Uh-huh. Your mum made some chutney, plum chutney or plum sauce, whatever you like to call it. And that was delicious as well. And she puts nuts in, in it as well. Mm-hmm. Like almonds, she just uh, heats them just a little bit um, and then crushes them and put them in there. So that chutney with coconut yogurt is... Mwah! I'm going to give you a little challenge now, Dad, because I've just thought of this now yeah. whilst we're recording this podcast. And you know how lazy I am with editing, so I won't edit this out, even if, okay. you, say, even if you say no to this. <laughs> so what we've been discussing, listeners, is that I have my Siddiqui Science. Umar and Dad have normally had the news. Yes. Now, Dad's shifting it a little bit. Uh, yes. Because he reads less news these days. He's just too busy for too the news. Too yeah. news, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd add something new. Sid's pearls of wisdom, or mm-hmm. Sid's pearls, or Sid's tip, or something like that. So I think you've given your tip for today. <laughs> Thanks, Pastor. No pressure there, then, isn't it? I have to come up. The thing with the tips is, it's not only that you've got to find something; it has to work as well. It's no good giving a tip which is yeah. totally your wrong. Ch- your chutney tip is perfect, though, because this is uh, open to interpretation. People can reply back saying, "I tried this chutney and it and it wasn't nice," or they can say that it was lovely. I think it's, you'll find it's a common thing. People do make chutney or sauce from plum. But any fruit, really, in the season, people, a lot of it, that's how jams are made as well. Excellent. So chutney is probably a bit of a sideline. So your tip for today was to mix coconut milk with plums and a few yes. nuts. Mm. Yeah. You get a nice well, dish from I'm it. being, I'm feeling generous. So I probably could give another tip as well because I've been in the garden and even though it's not extremely hot, but when the sun comes out, it's quite strong. Yeah. And if I'm honest with you, I feel a bit of a sort of heat stroke at the moment because I've been doing some work in the garden and I've not, uh, I didn't bother to say it's cold enough. So I think the sun has done its bit. So tip here is that please, even if the sun is not that strong or you think it's still cold, mm. uh, take care to uh, protect yourself from uh, from the sun. You could actually quite easily get a heat stroke. And how will you protect yourself? Well, drink plenty of water, cover your head or whatever, and then take breaks to go inside. Yeah. I thought he was going to do that Baz Luhrmann song then, and don't forget to wear sunscreen. Have you heard that song? Well, sunscreen, yeah. Heat stroke is nothing to do with sun, because you can still be, you can be yeah. fully clothed, and then you can still have that, because it's the heat from the sun your body's absorbing. Well, that's tip central today. Good. Well, Thanks, this, I may be wrong here, but this is my personal experience that please protect yourselves. Yes, it's easily done. Good, good health and safety and culinary advice. Good yeah, Lord. Double. Yeah, we should mm. charge double for this podcast. <laughs> you still got to do one next week, just because you've done two this week. Don't yeah. mean the... I think what I'll do, I'll leave you two to get on with the rest of it. I just, I've done my, my work. <laughs> yeah. Is done yeah, your heat stroke. You lie down <laughs> in the corner now. 
because of your heat stroke. Right, Omar, do you want to go straight into the I'll news then? I'll go straight into the news. So I still do news, right? Yes, yeah, you're yeah, news man. Because I'm not really big on tips. You're top anchor, you are top anchor. I'm top anchor. Omar said he's not big on tips, we know that, isn't it? Every yeah, time you go to the record, <laughs> he just runs off. No. Anyway, so um, Dad, if you were reading the news this week, yeah. I'm sure you would have uh, happened on this one. Uh, chocolate spill creates sticky problem on motorway. That's all this. Yeah, is a tractor trailer overturned on a Polish motorway? Quite a few of my stories come from. I think I've had a Polish story before, haven't I? Most of yours it's are from China, China, though, I think. China and Poland. Yeah. Uh, tractor overturned on a Polish motorway, spilling its load of liquid chocolate across several lanes. Oh, God. I know. The vehicle was carrying an estimated 12 tons of chocolate in liquid form and overturned on the uh, on this road in Poland. Uh, the private broadcaster in Poland showed images of an overturned truck surrounded by brown chocolate covering six lanes and blocking traffic in both directions. <laughs> people are <laughs> having a bath in it and like yeah. licking the floor. Yeah. That, that's not an accident. That's an organised party. <laughs> chocolate party. Yeah, yeah, chocolate party. Yeah, chocolate party. So I'll bet the people who were affected, they weren't too really bothered with it. They were probably helping themselves with lots of chocolate. Yeah, but they were too busy licking all the chocolate off the road and then the guys, anyone actually checked on the driver? Is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so anyone called yeah. the, and they were like licking their fingers and then ringing Nine, nine, nine. <laughs> yeah. The driver was under all this. <laughs> Stop licking me. Risk, rescue officials said the chocolate was solidifying as it cooled and would require large amounts of hot water to clear away. A fire brigade commander from a town in Western Poland said the cooling chocolate is worse than snow. Chocolate, I think, once it hardens, it must be quite difficult to get rid of it. Yeah, well, no. If you don't, I would have thought that if, yeah, if it's solidified enough, it'll become crystallized. Yeah. Then you can pick it up. In fact, that's even better. But surely it's stuck <coughs> into the roads stuck and stuff. Road, you know, yeah. chiseling it off. It's yeah. grit. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Bits of Poland in it. <laughs> Bits of Poland. <laughs> yeah. But 12 tons is a lot, isn't that's it? That's a Can lot you imagine? of tons. I mean, like, have you ever, when you do your building, how much sand and stuff did you used to get delivered? Was that in tons? It's in tons, yeah. It's yeah. a hell of a lot. It's a hell of a lot, isn't it? 10 tons, 12 tons of 12 tons, yeah. chocolate. And if it's liquid, it will go miles. Oh, God. Would yeah. well, the chocolate have had to have been hot? It, like with the temperature well, yeah, temp- because yeah, temp- they, it would have probably kept molten. Jesus, man, to some extent. I mean, it sounds tasty to begin with, but when you analyze it's it further, and uh, it's not what your run of the milk tray type of chocolate would it? It'll be in purest form, probably yeah. still very dark and yeah. uh, not edible, really. Hmm. Do you think people were turning up with their own bottles of milk and like shaking it into? <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. Man. What uh, would be the best thing to land? Like, if there was an accident or An something. overspill of what? Yeah. An overspill of what? What would you be happy with if there was an overspill of something? That's a good question. Yeah, good question. Man. Like an overspill of money. I think if there was a bank... <laughs> yes, that's a yeah. good idea, yeah. Overspill yeah. Of money. yeah, yeah, money. I mean, chocolate's got to be up there, isn't it? Yes. Chocolate's but, but, messy, though, isn't it? Yeah. Something that you can easily pick up and, you know, Take fill your pocket yes. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. an overspill of, like, packed chocolate would be... Would have been fine, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'd be in in a second with that. Or crisps or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, let's think safety as well. So like, overturned marshmallow or something like that, or overturned candy floss, because that's not going to hurt anyone. No. I wouldn't be too worried about <laughs> anyone getting hit with that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously you'd still get hit with a truck, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> a truck's a truck. Yeah. yeah. You need something fluffy, soft, sweet, edible. We don't mind those spills at all. We don't mind those spills. Yeah. We'd be like there waiting with our yeah, eyes yeah. open. <laughs> hit me, truck. <laughs> yeah. So it's cash truck, chocolate truck, ice cream truck. Yeah. What if there was a, a lorry delivering gold bullion or something like that? Yeah. Or gold coins. Yeah. That would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Well, they don't really transport gold much these days, do they? They just keep it in reserves. And, yeah. Uh, no, they they must move now and again. Yeah, but no. it's all done very secretly, isn't it? Is anyone... army, like they get army escorts and all this kind of shit. Well, how would that be secret if they did a big army brigade? Is it me or is, is this slowly but surely turning into us planning a heist? <laughs> I feel like we're slowly starting to plan a heist. <laughs> yeah. We'll do that, we'll press stop and then we'll carry that conversation on after <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay, so, um, Omer, the title of today's podcast is The Kids Are Alright. Yep. So it's all about parenting and children. So I thought, what could I base my science on with regards to this? And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, go on, carry on, Um What are you doing, Dad? Are you I'm doing... getting my list of things. So oh, just getting his get list. So whilst Dad's just getting his list, um, I'm going to... What I thought I'd do with regards to news, and I'm using Wikipedia today, which I try and avoid doing. Okay. But I, every now and then, if, if I say anything wrong, guys, I apologise. Please let me know. But I thought I'd get a list of different child prodigies. Okay. So at what age people did some pretty amazing things 
that will make the rest of us sure, feel sure. like losers. So I went with some sports ones first. You won't know these names, but Joy Foster represented Jamaica at table tennis at the Caribbean Championship in Trinidad in 1958 at the age of only eight. Eight years old and was competing for their country in the table tennis. Um, Another one that I thought was quite good. Uh, Batsman Tendulkar. Sachin Tendulkar made his international debut at the age of 16 and subsequently represented India for 24 years, played over 600 international matches, scoring 100 international centuries. Right, okay. God, 16 years old. I think if you got it, you got it. Tiger Woods was a child prodigy introduced to golf before the age of two by his athletic father, Earl. In 1984, at the age of eight, he won the nine to ten boys event, the youngest age group available at the Junior World Golf mm. Championship. And I don't think we really need to say any more about uh, Tiger Woods. I wonder what Tiger Woods was known as when he was two. Was he still Tiger or was he <laughs> Cub? Cub Woods. Cub Woods. Cub Woods. Yeah. Um, so that was sports, and then games. If you had to think of any game where there's a lot of child prodigies, what game would it be? So not a sport, but like a a board game. Which board game would they be really good at? Snakes and Ladders. <laughs> Which board game is usually seen on TV as being competitive? There aren't many board Monopoly. games. Monopoly. Monopoly. Competitive Sorry. Monopoly. Uh, What's the one me and you used to play and I was a bit of a child prodigy? Chess. Oh, yes. Chess. Yes. Chess. Yes. Yeah, remember that day I beat you in chess, Dad? That one, like, Dad, for I years. Know. That was the turning point, wasn't yeah. it? It's weird, isn't it? Because you, I just could He struggled to beat me ever again. Mm-hmm. And then you struggled to beat me ever again. And then out of the blue, Rosa had a random game of chess with me, and he beat me. So it's almost like you learn each other's strategies. Yeah, yeah. That's how it happens. Mm-hmm. There was another one here as well, Ronnie O'Sullivan, that I just wanted to add as well. Ronnie O'Sullivan, obviously snooker player, scored his first century break at the age of what? Nine. So, so do you want to explain what a century break is first? So, yeah, yeah. you don't give the, your opponent a chance at Cent- all. Century break uh, is 100. Yes, yeah, uh, so you've reached 100 points 100. in snooker with that. From your break, so you yeah, broke yeah, and you yeah, yeah. managed to make a hundred points. Pretty, pretty amazing. Mm. He was ten years old. I was oh. nearly right. I said nine. Did you? Yes. Well done, Dad. I've been high enough to go reach over the table. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I wanted <laughs> to add this one because, like, a proper table is difficult, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Although it does say, does it say billiards? No, it doesn't. Snooker player scored his first century break at the age of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well done, Ronnie. Yeah. So yeah, that was my little uh, two cents. That's very good, actually. Yes. Child good. prodigies. Child, child prodigies. prodigies. So there's a few of them in there. Mode society with child prodigies. Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that Curie lady. Mary Curie. Mary Curie. That's she. Why? Yeah. She started doing the physics at age of yeah, well, the sciencey type stuff she was doing pretty out there. Yeah. yeah Picasso right. was as well, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very good. I wish one of my kids were like that, but I suppose we have to suffer. We're more prodigal than prodigal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, okay. So, the kids are all right. That's a song. Are we going back to songs now? Are we? Are we? Yeah. I think you, it's a song by Robbie Williams, Williams and Kylie Minogue. Well done, man. <laughs> Isn't it? It yeah. is. How does it go? Now the kids are all right. Yeah. I'm going to give you all my love and it's going to... Is that it? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Oh. Quite a raunchy video. It is a raunchy video. Anyway, yeah. but that's uh, beside the point. So we're going <laughs> to discuss kids today and yesterday and parenthood. So what is the hardest part of being a parent? <laughs> oh my God, where do I start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, you, you go first. <laughs> hardest part? Yeah. Uh, Bearing in mind that your sandwich is between two kids, so be oh, no, yeah. be semi nice about this. I think it's the realization of the responsibility that yeah. is going to come with it. Mm. Uh, that is the hardest part to cope with it. Yeah. Mm. And even though you have planned all that, that you're yes. going to have kids and that, but when it happens, it is quite a quite a sh- shocking moment yeah. that your life is going to change. Okay. You know that for, for, so, sure, yeah. for sure. It's just realization. Uh, uh, let me rephrase this. You know, like, out of all the emotions that you have as a person, mm. what emotion do you have as a parent that really you Com- don't like amplifies. having? Oh, you see. don't... You know what I mean? A negative emotion as a parent. Doesn't necessarily mean, like, negative, like, 
Or why did I have yeah. Umar, for instance? Yeah, yeah. I, I would say, like, in, in my head, it'd be worry. 100% worry. I'm glad you said that. Worry is worry, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I do worry, yeah. You change your out your view on the world over everything when you've got a kid. Mm. Yeah. You really do. You just think, like, it's the craziest things. You, ju- you just worry about every little bit. Like, I worry that I've left the window open if a wasp comes yeah. in or a bee yeah. comes in. Mm. Never used to care about that. It's really weird. Yeah. But it's obvious, isn't it, why you do that? Yeah. Mm. It's your task with protecting this little thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is the worry part, you're quite right. But then at the same time, you almost uh, pre-programmed to accept those things, isn't it? And you take it on, on the chin as a good thing, not saying, oh, it's a chore, I've got to do that. Uh, that Yeah. You're, you're, you're naturally prepared for, yes. for that. Because there's a lot of uh, commitment involved. Funnily enough, when I see Basit now and Mel uh, trying to cope with Amelia, I mean, Amelia is absolutely gorgeous and she's not a trouble to manage. But I think, actually, I feel sorry sometimes. think, oh, they don't have time to do this on their own or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, me and your mum did, you know, we brought five of you up, so it must have been horrendous that time. But you don't see that that way. Yeah. I'm sure, Basit, you don't Yeah, no, exactly. We just get on with life. Get on with it. Do it. Yeah. But then, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think if you're on the outside looking in, you're like, yeah. God, when do they have a second to do? And I, I always have that. I always <laughs> think when I'm having a bad day with Amelia or it's just a bit crazy, I'm like, Dad had five of these little things. How the yeah. hell did he go with five? And always when I drop her off at nursery, I always like look at the nursery workers and I think, good luck. Because <laughs> I know what she's like by herself. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got about 30 of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> what is the easiest part of being a parent? Or what I would say... The most joyful part. Joyful though. part, yeah. Just you're raising a little you. Yeah. It's, it's indescribable. Mm, it yeah. really is. Like you think that that, that whole ah, uh, and you look at them and stop to stare at them and stuff. That you'd think that would go after a while, but you, I'm like four years in now, and there isn't a time like at least once a week where I just like she's asleep or doing something or saying something silly. And you just smile and think, oh, I can't believe she just said that. And you, you never get... Yeah. I don't think I've ever stopped getting overwhelmed by that, mm-hmm. which, yeah. is, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And where do, where do you think that comes from, that overwhelmed? Is it the fact that there is another human in the house that you are entirely responsible for oh, bringing into the world yeah. and is doing these things? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's you a know? mini you. It's a yeah. mini you doing yeah. this. And yeah. like you said, yeah, you're exactly right, Omis, the fact that you're responsible for mm. them and... The part of joy for me starts on the day that you, you realize that you're going to become a parent. Um, and it's a mixed feeling emotion, isn't it? If it's planned, then it's better. But if it's unplanned, then it's, it's a still a bit of a, bit of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then you start from that day onwards, starts uh, almost uh, sort of uh, preparing yourself for that. And as I said, it's mixed emotion, but most of the time it's happiness. Yeah. And the day when the child arrives and you're holding your baby first time in your arm i don't think there's any equivalent in the entire world to give you that feeling of amazing happiness fulfillment proudness you everything roll into one yeah it is an intense emotion you know like everyone says that you'll always remember where you were at that point or Mm. when that happened i can vividly vividly remember the exact room and as it was when i was looking at really for the first time And yeah, that's a memory that's going to be etched mm. into my head. Yeah. You must get confused though, because you've got that five times. Yeah, no, it's not. The four times was good. I was there, yeah. but there was one time <laughs> that when it happened, I wasn't there. And guess who it yeah. was? It was me, wasn't it? It was you, but yeah. Yeah, 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 because it was so funny. We, um, uh, your mum was having sort of laborish pain. Yeah. And the third time, you think, oh, is it really or isn't it? Because you get, you get to yourself to know a bit, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I'm saying because I never had labor pain in my life. <laughs> but I think I have, uh, I assumed that role or I've sort of, uh, acquired that knowledge that this yeah, is what yeah. the labor pain there. Uh, anyway, we arrived to the hospital and the date wasn't right or something. But in those days, dates were never right. You always yeah. sort of, you know, plus and minus 10 mm. days either side. Anyway, so, the midwife said, no, it's not going to happen today. She's having very early stages. We'll keep her in. Yes. Uh, but it's there's still a good few days yet to go. Okay. So I thought, fine, I shall go home <laughs> yeah. and have a good night's sleep. So I came home, uh, went to bed, uh, sleep, and woke up in the morning and thought, I better ring the hospital and see if everything's all right. So not even expecting one little bit of any news, thinking, how is my wife? They said, She's doing better. No, she said baby and wife are doing better. <laughs> you what? <laughs> I thought, what? Oh, what's yeah. baby? 
<laughs> I can just imagine that. Oh, that's brilliant. What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she'd got the wrong yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true, but I said you, you didn't have a name for like a good month. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> well, a few days, yeah. Oh, wow, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then you still but see the It was some amazing views. You know, mom and baby are doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Basu decided to arrive un- unannounced, yeah. uh, as he always does, you know, and comes and start looking at pots and pans if there's any food. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that was Basu's arrival. Right. That yeah. must be where I get it from, because I turn up at anyone's house, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, right, don't mind me. <laughs> but you're quite right, holding your baby, it doesn't matter how many times, Yeah, uh, it's the same feeling, yes. it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like dad, you with five, you can clearly distinguish the birth of all the four of the ones that you were there yes, at, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's great, guys. So, um, just going to go into a bit about raising and rearing a child. Raising a child. Mm. Nature versus nurture. How important is it to have an active role in your child's upbringing? Rather than just let nature take its course. I mean, I know parents don't do that. And in this modern day and age, you can't do that. But certainly... um, nurturing as much as teaching by example looking after them making sure that they're well cared for provided Mm, for is important as well but i think to a degree the world will assume its own role in bringing that child up as well won't it because a child will be brought up by what he or she sees and and how people behave yeah Yeah, exactly yeah i think that parents can only do so much and i think from my personal experience you're forever second-guessing yourself, mm. whether or not you're doing the right thing, whether or not you're being the right kind of influence at any point. Mm. Yeah. And it's really difficult. I don't think there's one surefire successful way of doing it. Mm. You can only do what you think is right yeah. at the time. And if your heart's in the right place, then more power to you. Yeah. I think it's a very important point to make here, actually, because the the, the society we're in these days, uh, I'm just referring to um, single parents or two parents. In ideal world, you will say, yeah, it is very important for a person mm. or a, a baby to have uh, two parents or parents yeah. and involvement, full involvement yeah. as well. Because you can tell looking at people that if you've not been involved, even very early stages, the way you talk, the way <coughs> all this babbling that you do with babies, apparently it's very good because that's what, that's the communication that goes mm-hmm. by. Anyway, so going back to the fact that we shouldn't really be judging or even taking sides or even saying anything. Single yeah. parenting is not as good as uh, having two parents. Yeah. Because I think, Obviously, two parents would be better if you can. Mm-hmm. A single parent, I have known single parents who mm. have done an amazing job yeah. to bring the baby. So it's not it's not any sort of taboo or anything that mm. thinking, oh, you know, poor you. People manage so well. Sometimes perhaps even more so for that reason probably. Yeah. Because yeah. they have double the responsibility. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. But I think having family around you is your parents, your grandparents, yeah. and so on and so forth, that would help. Because I can see a little bit of everyone in Amelia in terms of her attitude and her sense of humour yeah. and the person she's growing up to be. And I know everyone's an influence on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, she definitely got Mel's fire <laughs> and craziness. Yeah. But she's then got my silliness. And she's got, it's just funny, like the way she reacts to you yeah. is the way she reacts to me as well when I'm winding her up. She could take it for yeah. a certain point, but if she's not in the mood, she's not yeah, in the mood feel, as well. Yeah. And it just makes me laugh that she's got certain ways of reacting with and, and acting with different people, uh-huh. which I think it's, it's, it's evolved over the time, hasn't it? Yeah. It really yeah. has. Yeah. And some of the things which you could call is nurture, that she picks some from nursery and the other kids. When she's playing, she assumes a role. She mm. she becomes that person that she's yeah. in charge. And it doesn't matter if it's granddad, grandma or mm. another little kid. She just assumes that role, doesn't it, very well. Yeah. Yeah. That is nurture, isn't it? That's yeah, nurture. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I would say nurture is everything that it makes somebody independent about somebody. Yes. Because yeah. if it was entirely nurture and you you took an overbearing approach, then you'd just end up getting a replica of you, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. You don't yeah. want no, you really. Don't want you wanted to you make her own individual. Stuff. Yeah, definitely. Because I look at Amelia and I'll see it like looking out and things and she's very much like tactile and observant at, yeah. at this age especially. Yeah. And I'm thinking these are the things, I mean, aside from your brilliant parenting, that these will make her into... Mm, absolutely. You've got to allow for that to flow. The curiosity. The, the mm. curiosity bit. Yeah. Obviously, within, within the boundaries of 
yeah. decency and all that's that. So, yeah. uh, but I think that's very important. See, that that, uh, that flourish in itself. Mm. I went to a primary school the other day, you know, because obviously with the work that I'm doing, I'm visiting lots of primary schools and yes. things like that. And I found this amazing one in, in Derby. And um, I was just happened on the whole reading thing and Amelia reading. And I'll go, she's really difficult to read with because she'll take the book off me and start reading her own version of it. Yeah. And I'm and I was saying, but I'm not really teaching her anything that I'm not teaching her the words and everything. But the teacher said, No, that's brilliant because she's she's actively invested in that book and mm. whatever she's reading, she's understanding to be her own thing. Yeah. She can learn the words and the meaning of all those words uh, as and when. Yes. But the fact that she's enjoying what she's talking about yeah. and what they said what they encouraged me to do was then ask her questions about what she's talking about mm -hmm. at that moment. Yeah. So uh, that was a really interesting slant. I was so mm. I've I've tried to change my parenting style in that regard to some degree. Yeah. Degree where we're doing educational stuff, mm. I'll kind of l take a back seat a bit and then see where she's going with it and try yeah. and just steer in that direction. It's kind of free form yeah. education. Yeah. Because she's got that curiosity and she's got that confidence. And the the last thing I want to do is take the book off her and go, no, that's not right. This is how it's done, and yeah. then read it to her. So if she feels she's reading something, then I'm going to let her just have a go at it and see mm -hmm. what she's doing with it. There, um, just move, staying on this subject of nature versus nurture, I don't know if this is myth, but there are certain ancient tribes or groups of people where once a child was born, they used to leave it out in the wilderness and if it made its way back, then it was deemed fit to be a member of society. Really? <laughs> That's 300 or more. Yeah, but isn't that based on fact? Didn't the Spartans do something like I'm that? I'm sure Spartans must have done something like that. They weren't like proper... They weren't babies. Babies. They were like I think yeah, yeah, yeah. Once they reached infancy, they said, right, go out there, and if you can come back alive, then you you're, yeah. you're all right. Very extreme, but I suppose we do now, to a more organised way, you know, leaving your child in a boarding school. It's something similar, isn't it? Even though yeah. people are looking after them, but you're mm. leaving them to their own devices to do yeah. Yeah. without that nature or yeah. character I think you need to develop street smarts obviously not just dump her in the middle of a field and go okay see you later but at yeah. the same time yeah. you've got to know when to let the kids take yeah. control and yes. be in control of that which I, I'm saying it when Amelia's four and I won't have a clue how to go about that yeah. the thought of her going to school and stuff petrifies me because it's just it's, no parent wants their kid to like grow up and go off into the World, because the world is tough, isn't it? Yeah. The world can be yeah. tough. You have to be. You can still do that within your own mm. own limits and yeah. own surrounding. Yeah. I mean, leaving a kid in the field and saying, "At least you've got to tell them." Well, that's a cow that you can suckle, <laughs> but that is a linus. Don't <laughs> yeah. yeah. don't suckle yeah. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tree you can climb. There's a power lines you can't climb. <laughs> the psychology of bringing up a child. Um, so some books are written on this subject. Is it something you can learn from a book? Did you buy parenting books, boss? Yeah, didn't read them. Mm. But uh, I didn't buy them. I had them bought for me. Yeah. And it's not the kind of... And they're the first to say it's not the kind of book that you sit and read. No. You just turn to it if you need to and look at like little bits <laughs> consult of it. it. Yeah, consult it, yeah. But I think that was more for the pregnancy. I don't remember anything with the parenting side of mm -hmm. it. It depends who was written it. Is it somebody who was authorised to do that from... A medic, I don't know. That sort of thing. Yeah. The ailments and the spotting this and the other. I can understand yeah. that. But the rest of it is by nature. Mm. And if somebody's written a book, it'll be very subjective. It'll be their own experience yeah. and don't, uh, their own ideology. It doesn't necessarily mm. mean that it would be right. But at the same time, I do think that some people do need that as a safety cushion just to feel that okay. Yeah. Like say, for example, if you were feeling a certain way or struggling in a certain way, it's good to know that there's literature out there that says, look, you're not yeah. the first yeah. one to have experienced that. Yes. I suppose in this day and age when you're probably slightly remote from your parents because parents mm. are the brilliant people to give you that right? because they've done it. Yeah. Uh, or anybody who is senior in age and who you're friendly doesn't necessarily mm. have to be parent. But I suppose in this the society we live in probably that might be a bit remote. Yeah. If a young couple have gone somewhere set up their own they might need that help. Mm. So I can understand that. You're, as a human your ability to remember past events only maybe starts at about four or five years old. There's very few that can remember. You think parenting would be easier if you could remember right back to like age one? Well, and empathise with what the child's thinking. Yeah, yeah I think so. Mm. I think, because Mel's always said that I'm really good with Amelia. 
Yeah. And she says that the way you get her to play and stuff, mm. but you're also educating her at the same time. And you've got a lot of, you could be silly with her, but at the same time, like, yeah. you teaching her. But I don't think that comes from me empathizing with what I was like as a kid. That comes from me doing teaching and being used teaching. to being around kids yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, so I you're blaming me for not bringing you up right, so to give you that, that to start with, so you learned it yourself from this being a teacher. No, I can't remember it because it was, I, I remember very little. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, oh, what I remember, my favorite memory of yours, Dad, is that you bought me that black tricycle. That black tricycle was badass. <laughs> Yeah. But I was a funny one because I had two older brothers and quite a few yeah. cousins yeah. who were my influence. Mm-hmm. And Uma just used to let me use the karate rope belt yeah. to tie well, to the banister and swing. Yeah, for us was easy because we we brought Uma up reasonably good, we think, because he was the first one. Yeah. Uh, you paid all the attention and everything. And after that, we thought, well, that's fine. We've done one. They will, trainer will train the trainees. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one thing you didn't teach Uma was patience for two things. Losing things yeah. and playing the Sega Mega Drive because I used to sit there watching him like in fits of rage yeah. over like losing stuff and playing what was it Strider the oh, Strider yeah. oh, on the yeah, Sega any number of games yeah. and I, I used to watch him and go why is this car so angry you know when uh, when uh, somebody gives you power to do anything or God's power if you like and one of the rules is that you must not interfere with the free will and the free spirit. So that's the thing, that nature bit that we couldn't do anything about. With Uma. Yeah, you so see, if he's got rainbows there, he's fine so, in every other regard. Yeah. But there's so a there's range only there. certain things that you can have influence, <laughs> but there's certain things you can't. <laughs> it's healthy. It was healthy, I think, my rage. Your rage was, yeah, you had two very good outlets for your rage. You were the nicest pie over everything else. It was just Sega Mega Drive, and when he lost stuff. So there's a psychology there. Um, I don't know. I mean, even as an uncle, you with Amelia, there is a battle of wits going on there, isn't there? Mm. A real battle of wits. And you don't really see it when you're talking to adults because you know that an adult is pretty much going to do what the hell the adult wants. Yeah. But with Amelia, for her own safety and her own education of the way of the world, you want her to behave a certain way. Yes, yeah. And it really becomes like a battle of wits, doesn't it? Because yeah. it'll never be a case like you'll say to Amelia, You'll try and get her to do something, and her way will be the better way because it won't, will it? No, exactly. Yeah, because she doesn't know. Yeah, it's trying to instill that, but still trying to give her a feeling of autonomy that she's come to that decision herself. Yes, yeah. Which I think I've seen Barca do this, and he's very good at doing that. Mm. Um, that's skill, that is. That's skill, and I'm sure that I mean, like you, you were like that. I mean, Dad, as a parent, I think was more like try and make us see why it is good that we do it this way. Yeah, and you're very good with the media like that. Mm, You you reason with her really well. Yeah, and she listens to that. That's the amazing thing. Yeah, she does. But I think when it comes to her dad doing it, she she's got yeah, the best patience. Yeah, what's that about? That's... Because we have our own little battles all the time anyway, <laughs> yeah. and we'll come to our own conclusion. <laughs> yes. But it's it's different techniques. Yeah. But she knows that you're the guy that, okay, she'll cry for a bit, yeah. but then you'll explain it to her, and then she'll pause and then go, oh, yeah. yeah. That yes. I mean, she will not outwardly say, oh, yes, granddad, you're absolutely right. No, but, that. She'll, but she will she will take that on board and do something about it. Whereas I need to do that. Okay, I'm going to count to five now. <laughs> I don't even have to get to five. I just go the threat of even counting. And here's a little secret for you: if I got to five and she wasn't listening, I wouldn't. Have to do it. <laughs> you start counting <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, I've never had to reach that point yet. I go, Amelia, don't make me count. That's how it starts. That's where it starts. <laughs> don't make me even don't start. Don't even what? start to count. Yeah. 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 So that's going to reach an age where she'll just go, yeah, yeah. what, <laughs> yeah. five and what? <laughs> I got <to> twenty. <laughs> five, five's got nothing on me. Yeah. Ten years down, Millie's going to listen to this. Go, oh wow, you wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> it's yeah. right? Okay. Oh, but, the, but I wanted to ask you, like, as an uncle, because I've yeah. seen you as an uncle. Do you find you have to hold back a little bit? Because I know she is naughty. When I'm not around, mm. yeah. do you feel you can't discipline her as well? Do you struggle with that? Only because I don't see her as much, and I'm thinking that it, uh, it to me is selfish. I don't want to see her infrequently and be the person that that tells her off when I yeah. do. Yes, yeah, I see what yeah. you mean. That makes if sense. If I saw her a bit more, then I'd be. I think I'd be in a better position to say, I mean, you don't do that." I mean, obviously, if something yeah. is, is like really dangerous gonna, for her, dangerous like for the, her yeah, or yeah, really bad for her, yeah. Then, but then it's more like an instinct. Amelia, stop. Yes. Yeah. And it's not like, I'm yeah. going to stop. Now, I've done yeah. that before. I've done stuff where I've not told her off, but because I'm panicking in the situation, yeah. 
And then she goes, Daddy, you really scared me. <laughs> she thinks she's shouted. What I find with the media one thing, you don't actually have to say stop or don't do that. Sometimes she reads your body language and she's very good at that. I will Tell decide that I will frown or go quiet. And she knows I'm not in the happy mood because she's done that. Hmm. And that's what I do. I never actually categorically say, don't do that or yeah. stop doing that. I don't. I, I definitely do turn the voice, but I don't do quiet. I'm going to try mm. quiet. Yeah. That's quite good. Yeah. So my next question is, um, I quite like this question. I don't usually like pat yourself on the back. Pat myself on the back, but I do like this question. I, can't uh, wait I don't know whether you're going to like answering it. Yeah. Are kids subconsciously raising adults? It's a very good question. That is a good question. Yeah. Shall I go first? Yeah, yeah. go for it. No. Not when they... <laughs> yes, yeah. When they're little, perhaps not so much, because you're too busy making sure they're yes, all right. Yeah. But as they grow up, mm. certainly at your age, yeah. and your age, perhaps even younger. I mean, Aisha, shall we mention Aisha again? Yeah, she's a yeah. wizard. She's wise no, beyond years, no, we will, We'll give her some credit today yeah. in this podcast because we normally don't miss her. <laughs> she <laughs> is the best, honest to God. If you're feeling down, if you have something that worries you, yeah. she will put you on the straight and narrow mm. like no adult has ever done to me. So, yes, from okay. that, answering your question, yes, I have learned so much from you guys. Yeah. But Osh did that at a much younger age as well, didn't yeah, she? She did yeah, that when yeah, she was growing yeah. up. Yeah, she's always been very wise. She has and been. I think all of us take that from her, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Her reasoning. And she's too wise for her own age, sometimes, <laughs> I say. Yeah. yeah. Well, Marie, you weren't very wise. You were more <laughs> like a... Why in the past tense? But, well, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what I mean, like older brother. No, I wasn't really, was I? I was no. quite irresponsible. I still am, I think. My yeah. wisdom comes from um, a different place, really. It's yeah. not the kind of do as you're told and do this, like pay your like taxes and that kind of wisdom. Yeah, mine is a wisdom like don't harm anybody, but it's kind of like an otherworldly wisdom, yeah. I think. Well, yeah, because you... it's not of this world, you think, well, he's not wise. Yeah. Well, no, I, I would look at it as like, you know, where it says, do as I say, not as I do. Mm. Yeah. Umar was like, he didn't really say much. So it was just a case of don't do what Umar does. <laughs> yeah. So like when he used to get angry at the Sega Mega Drive, I go, okay, I just won't play that game. <laughs> yeah. Or don't lose stuff. And I just make sure I never lost stuff and hide yeah. his stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was a more a, a case of leading by a reverse example. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, very wisely. I yeah. think almost is a Dalai Lama type of wisdom. Whereas, Otherworldly. Yeah, worldly. Yeah. Whereas mine is probably, no, if you do that, you will be, you know, in big trouble. Yeah. That's yeah. very practical, yeah. immediate wisdom. Yeah. Well, have I learned from Amelia anything? You have, Basit. You have. You're a different person now, now that you've had Amelia. Yeah. 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 I think you can't not be, can yeah. you? Yeah. Because everything that mattered before just goes down a level mm. when, and something else takes over. Yeah. Put yeah. it this way, what what do we mean to be an adult? It means having a sense of responsibility, it means having um, th- you're less frivolous um, yeah. in your behaviour and, and that's what parenting does. You can't have somebody who's irresponsible and frivolous. Yeah. Certainly right. not when the kids are around. So I think, yeah. But I mean, is that all, is that all part of the universal... We have to have kids so that we can yeah. become mature. Well, everything I know about technology, particularly mobile phones yeah. and computers, I've learned it from Bastard. But I had to pay dear price for it because he's not a very generous trainer when he comes to. And he will shout at me. Oh, I thought you meant he was demanding money for... No, no, no. With them, Dad, don't do that. What? You can't do the tweet. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you know, and it makes me laugh. Because I've got such little patience for Dad with technology. (laughs) But then I have flashbacks to how Dad was when I did DIY and stuff like that. I go, he's so mean. Why is he so mean? I'd never be this mean. (laughs) And then the second I'm like, why are your fingers so big? Why do you type? (laughs) That's the wrong emoji to use. (laughs) It's true, isn't it? Yeah. And I almost feel embarrassed at you. I didn't ask Buster something. You didn't know that. Yeah. How many yeah. times I've told you? I mean, especially, you know, when we're podcasting and if I have to um, uh, copy and paste the link, yes. I often get it wrong. And I get rocking from him later on and say, yeah, you tweeted that, retweeted that, but it's wrong one, isn't it? What's the point? 
You made it worse for people. I try oh, and be nice right. with those now. I do <laughs> try. Nice. I go, Dad. I, I try and give Dad a shit sandwich when I do that. I go, Oh yeah, the picture was really nice. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a sandwich. It's just shit. What <laughs> you yeah, yeah, it's like, your, yeah. It's like a fondue, isn't it? <laughs> shit fondue. <laughs> okay. So this is. I'm just throwing this one out there. The problems of a modern parent. So com- compare and contrast this to a time where. There wasn't all this um, technology mm. distractions. I w- I would say. Yeah, mm. I-, I think modern parents have it tough. I'd, tougher. I yeah. in some respect. What you mean that the kid is on the technology? Yeah. Well, you know what I'd say it's the parents as well. I think the technology is too too apparent in the household nowadays. Mm. I think we have changed as a society for the worse, haven't we? The yeah. peer pressure. To that. The peer pressure is tremendous. Mm. Not on the kids, but on the parents as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. I see what you mean. Because everyone has to Instagram that they're having fun with their kid or Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Look at me coping. Mm. And I'm thinking of when you have to buy, say, equipment for school or for their uniform or whatever they want to take it to school, the shoes, you know, the the trainers, etc., etc. Yeah. You have to be up there and you have to... And not every parent can afford that. So no. it must be mm. tough from that. Yeah. It's emotional as well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. That if you can't afford certain things that your kid wants because... The rest of the kids have got it. It must be horrendous. It's heartbreaking, I think, yeah. yeah. And, like, I think me and Mel never, we never agree on this. Mm. Because Mel is all very much about Amelia having the newest thing. Yes. Or having that. And I, we weren't brought up like that. No. Like, I remember there's a pair of shoes called Kickers when I was in school. And, like, a lot of the kids had it. And it was like your social status if you had yeah, yeah, kickers. Yeah. Yeah. But that just didn't bother me. I wasn't fussed by that. And yeah. I've always grown up like that. And It didn't bother you, did it? Yeah, it kind yeah. of bothered me, I must admit. Did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, night trainers and all that. I wish I did have them. Yeah. Not, not to the extent that I would like moan. Yeah. No, this is what I mean. Yeah. We, th- It didn't... I mean, we were aware of it. Yeah. And if we had them, great. But at the same time, I didn't like moan and whine, mm. like you said, yeah. saying that I didn't have them. Yeah. Whereas I think Mel is like really worried about the fact that if Amelia doesn't have the top this or the top that, yeah. then yeah. she'll be judged through her peers because of that. Yeah. And I can't say no, that's wrong because mm. you don't know, do you? You don't yeah. know who's going to be the influencers. In this is life. a very important point, actually, because it's just, I need to mention that. That, you're quite right, the way we brought you up, it wasn't by design. It wasn't that, oh, we're not going to buy you that. We perhaps couldn't afford it, if I'm honest yeah. with you. Mm. So I don't want to take any credit for that, that. We did a bit that. But the good side, our good outcome is that you yourselves now have actually developed. Omar is not sure of Baba too, are you, Omar? You're, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. Yeah. 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 Ladies, but <laughs> you are never, you're never that guy, you know, oh, I've got to have that, or oh, I've got to yeah. have this, or the other, or the designer clothes, or yeah. anything. So that has taught you uh, modesty, if you like, or uh, the value of, Value of wealth, value of goods, or but it's not materialistic, is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're not material, and you're the same person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at your phone. You have got another one. It still is cracked, and it still is, you know, difficult to use, probably. But you're still Mm. carrying on. Yeah. Whereas this bugs the hell out of Mel. She's like, "Why don't you get the other phone out?" Yeah. I'm just like, if I don't see the here and now value in it, I'm not fussed by it. Mm -hmm. So those things, I think, have it's a good outcome. It is from that out. But it's becoming increasingly difficult to be like that. That's what I'm trying yes. to say. Isn't yeah, it? no, yes. absolutely. It's becoming virtually impossible now to not clothe your kids and make sure they've got everything. And I really do feel for her. Yeah. It's so hard. It's because, like, I, I've seen it change in schools as well. Like, I'll tell you what, kids are less fussed about their shoes and their yeah. clothes and stuff. It's more about their technology. Mm. Having that phone, having yeah. that tablet, that kind of stuff. Mm. Technology is definitely becoming the biggest thing. But going back to what you were saying, like in terms of technology, mm-hmm. technology for parents as well. I see so many things on, and the irony is I see it on social media. Yes. Where it says you've got to put your phone away and make sure that you're doing stuff with your kids yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. How many times have you sat there looking at your phone and your daughter's asking you for a question or something like that or just mm-hmm. a little bit more attention mm-hmm. that way? And I, I, I definitely feel that I'm guilty of that sometimes. Yeah. I really make a point of making sure that when I'm with the media, that I'm focused yeah. on it. But the ir- ironic thing is, half the time that where I get this wake up call is through something that I'm seeing on Facebook mm. or social media. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I loved the fact that um, when I look at a media, I don't see her as like a child of the 21st yeah. century. I just see her as a child. Mm. And she's still got that kind of curiosity. And uh, 
childishness about her that I, I think we had. I mean, I remember you bastard inside, you know, she growing up, and you, you, she's like you. She wants to bounce yeah, around, yeah. be crazy, yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I don't think that'll go. And I think that's instinctual. No amount of uh, technology or, 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 or whatever you call it will change that. I hope so, but you know, as kids get older, they just get more and more invested in their friends through social media mm. or whatever it is. Or if it's a boy's case, it'd be a console or something like yeah. that. It's it's a fine balance to yeah. try and keep them on the straight and narrow with regards to what's out there in the world as yeah. well. And I think now there is a lot of choice, isn't there? Mm. You talk about TV channels, you talk about games, you talk about food. I mean, everything is just there's so much more of it, isn't yeah. there? I and think not all of it is good for you. I think one big influence, though, is your geography as well and your surrounding. Yeah. Like, I love the fact that we grew up here yes. in the Midlands where you're not far from the Peak District or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, we live across a park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Yeah. And when I was looking for a house, I looked at that first. I go, yeah. how far am I from like, the closest park? Mm. Because it's just nice to get out there and just yeah. mess around there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, talking about the parents now, mums versus dads. Mm-hmm. Who does what? And should there be such a designation? More and more now, your society is about less labelling of people. Yeah. Don't call this person this. Don't even call this boy a boy or a girl a girl. Yeah. But I still think it's important that a kid recognises mum and dad. Maybe that's old-fashioned because I know that you can have two dads, you can have two mums. Yeah, so. but no, it's, it's yeah. within your household. Yeah, you yeah. recognise you have your own naming system within yes. your house. Yeah. Amelia calls mum mum and mum and dad dad. Even yeah. it bugs the hell out of us because it should be mummy and daddy still. Yeah, <laughs> she does it to wind us up. That she get dad, dad. But that's what's going to come, isn't it? I remember the similar scenario because we always called our dad daddy. Usually, yes. yeah, yeah. Right till the age, of, and it only hit me one day that I was talking to somebody and I described him as my daddy. <laughs> the whole room just burst out laughing. <laughs> yeah. And I ha- I was totally oblivious to that that we should be doing that because that's the way we were brought up with someone, yeah. isn't it? And then from that day onwards I started calling him the old man or oh, dad. dad yeah. Father, yeah. Yeah, it's quite... But dads and moms have distinct or used to have distinctive roles. Yes, yeah, yeah, dad yeah, yeah. was always so to be teaching discipline because it's uh, you know, what you were saying, I'm going to count to five. Yeah. That sort of authority the dad had. Mom, on the other hand, was sort of more loving and caring and giving mm. sort of a sort of finer side of human uh, humanness, if you like. Yeah. That's sort of always the case. And I think it probably still prevails that, doesn't it, to yeah. some extent. Women are more kind, loving to kids to bring them up that way, mm. to, to teach them that value of uh, that side of uh, human yeah. nature. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, think you're right, you know. Like in our household, it's definitely the case that I've got two rules. I've got the silly one. Yeah. Yes. But also, if I'm mad, then she knows about it. So yeah. Whereas Mel is very much like, she can discipline as well, Mel can. But it'll take Amelia longer to listen to Mel. Yes. And she'd be, Mel, she'd be the first to go. If she needs a cuddle, it'll be mum that she'll go to straight away. Yeah. 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 In the night time. <laughs> Mm. And it's very rare Mel will go to her in the night as well. It's usually me. Yeah. Mm. But Amelia always asks for mommy first. She's mommy, mommy, yeah, mommy. Yeah. Okay, all right, daddy, daddy, <laughs> daddy. Yeah. And I think that that I don't know what causes that. Whether or not it's the fact that Mel is the person who like gave birth to her or anything. It's just instinctual in our household. It is at least. Yeah. I think yeah. it's That's changed. It it's changed slightly. So. It's, mm. it's it's changed in the sense that because. Our dynamics have changed. Like Mel is working as much as me. Yeah. So it physically has to change to some degree. Yes. We both have to share the load in terms mm. of that. But as a rawest form, it's still there. That yeah, whole yeah. dynamic is still there. Mm. Yeah. I think you're right. And also, uh, sometimes it is used as an excuse, isn't it? When in a family uh, unit things go wrong and the child has become, I don't mean child as a grown up now teenager, mm. has become a bit of a difficulty. And it's often parents then decide blaming, well, it's you that you uh, taught him or her this and yeah. uh, vice versa. And I think to some extent we have suffered. Me and your mom have. But your mom always have been to make sure that you know the Islamic side of things. Am I right in thinking that as a children, when you were growing up, mm. very little one, uh, can you make sure that they know the alphabet Arabic or the yeah, alphabet? Yeah, yeah. And I used to never bother too much about it, saying, well, they live in this country. Yeah, they, they can pick it up. Yeah. That's necessary. The important thing is to learn what you're there. Mm. So we have a distinction there. And it, it sort of stayed there until you were sort of out of teenage 
uh, years. And then after that, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, neither of us will bother one way or the other. Yeah. C- can you not remember that? I can, yeah, I can, yeah, 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 I can yeah. remember that. Because your mum was very much disciplinary in that way, that you must mm. learn about Islam and religion yeah. and all that. That was a societal thing, though, wasn't that it? Was yes, societal thing. Societal yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I, and I don't resent that. I, I'm glad that I know about yeah. it. But my role was more of a sort of make sure that School. you know this. I think yeah. when you started to learn to drive, uh, sorry, um, go on bike and used to do mm. that, I think that's in the back. Next bit, we'll talk about that. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I was trying to give you more of life skills than any, yeah, uh, any the practical, uh, stuff. practical stuff rather yeah. than the other, the emotional side of it. What, Dad, so for you, I mean, this is, leads on to the next question, Dad's parenting stories. So we want to be, be a bit funny with this, but also, can you remember a time where you had to teach us something and you thought, this is really going to, this is me being a parent, this is. Yeah. There is nothing else here <laughs> about but me being a parent. I mean, I was thinking about, like, shaving. Yeah. <laughs> did you teach us to shave? No. <laughs> you must have learned while watching me. While well, watching you, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Roz, Roz showed me how to shave for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, like, drew marker pen on my face and said, yeah, this is where you need to shave. Yeah. Hello, yeah. thanks for that, man. And he said, don't shave the way Dad does. Yeah. That is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Shave your ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, he said, never use stand, standing up to shave yourself. Yeah. <laughs> because that's of, what Dad does. There's yeah. a lot of fire involved with Dad yeah. shaving. Yeah. No, but seriously, though, there are some stories. And it's, it doesn't start with me. It starts a bit, a bit before your time. We're talking about parenting and Dad's, dad's doing things. Mm. And my dad and myself, we always, we didn't get home that well, if I'm honest with you. It was yeah. very disciplinary, and we wanted this and the other. But I will never forget a moment that one day he went to town and went to bookshop, and he came back unknown to me. He bought me a little book, and yeah. it was, what was the title of it? I'll tell you. It said, Learn Yourself Judo. Okay. Ah. Yeah, right. I mean, I was young. I was probably 18 then, you sure. know, 17, 18. And it really hit me in a, in a very strange, loving way that mm. he thought that I ought to really learn that and, um, you know, protect myself. And yeah, yeah, yeah. As I said, it was so emotional moment for that, that he bought me that. Yeah. So on the strength of that, I, I did uh, go, I in fact joined a judo club yeah. to learn something. And because I thought he wanted me to do that. That's a lovely That's story, quite yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm. And then picking on the same when you were growing up, we did the same thing with, with you as well. And that was me. Yeah. Trying to pay back, thinking, no, these kids need some protection, and how can I protect them? Right. I okay. will have them, I'll, I'll teach them, or I'll have them yeah. taught something. And obviously, you three joined the karate. karate yeah. yeah. Karate, yeah. Yeah. You remember those days? But there's a difference there, Dad, between you as a kid and us as kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we were quite lazy. <laughs> we were lazy. We were lazy yeah. <laughs> I didn't get off Red Belt. I got onto Red yeah. Belt and thought, that's it, I'm done. Mm. And red belt is like the second belt. White yeah. belt is just physically there to <laughs> yeah. hold your trousers. Yeah. And then the next one up is red. Mm. And after that, I didn't get up to anymore. Yeah. You uh, went up to purple belt. No, you? no, no. God, purple is like almost briefly. Like, no, I think I'm going to buy yellow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, yellow's good. Yellow, it's not bad. Yeah. It's better than red. But yeah. the boss was younger, wasn't he? So yeah. I think as well, because the three of us went to karate. Yeah. I yeah. remember the first day after remember, yeah. how I felt. Why? <laughs> Everything hurt. Really? <laughs> Everything hurt. <laughs> Even things that weren't in my body hurt. I'm thinking, how am I feeling that pain? <laughs> well, that was a good moment. I thought I was trying to do a good thing, but then I soon realized your hearts weren't in it. They really were you, you never used to enjoy going there at all. We were lovers, not fighters. Yeah. <laughs> and we were pretty rubbish lovers. But well. I tell you what, Dad. You have had an influence in me. You bought us a Yamaha Portisound keyboard. Yeah. And that started my love of music. You love of music, yeah. yeah. See, as a parent, you do these things yeah. and you don't know where it's going to end. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And if it hadn't been for that, I don't think I would have been that fussed about doing that kind yeah. of stuff. I still yeah. remember the demo music on that. The demo, yeah. <laughs> Dad came home that day, big smile on his face, going, "Look what I can play, guys." <laughs> that joke never got old with you, did it? Press play to the demo and pretend you're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fooled you, yeah, yeah. Fooled you for several you years. <laughs> I was like seven, Dad. Dad, when, when did you learn to do this? Yeah. When did you learn to press a button and lie? <laughs> you remember that other thing I used to do when you were that age? Because we were all used to watch uh, Caro. In those days, yeah, I remember this. And then I would read the preview in the newspaper, mm-hmm. and I would tell you the story what was going to happen. Yeah. And you were absolutely amazed that I yeah. knew that, and you say, yeah. "How do you know that?" So, well, I work for the TV. Yeah. I write, 
I write a bit of the script. Yeah. That's the reason I know. And you believed me for yeah. seven I used to tell kids in school that that was the mm. case, man. What I learned from you is that my dad's a big fat liar. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I remember as well, Dad. I think you used to have a red book, like a red leatherman book, and there used to be a TV show called This Is Your Life. And I'm sure Dad used to say, This is how yeah, I got this from. <laughs> this, this is, is your life. Yes, I think it is, yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 mischievous. Yeah. But that was good because, I mean, that is the way, that's a very important way of raising a child as well, is to have that humor, that. Mm. Uh, kind of like lighter side it's, 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 absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's a cheekiness isn't it it's really? a cheekiness yeah. you definitely need mm. that I'd feel so sorry for parents who don't have like for families that don't have the yeah. bonds and the reports that we some have. yeah some yeah. some have got no sense of humour when it comes to their kids no and, and the strict discipline doesn't go very well either and then you know these parent pushy parents as well then they want their kid to become the top I don't think there is anything wrong with it but I feel on the way they probably kill the the originality of that mm. kind of kid's personality. It's not yeah, really and any. kill the link between the family as well. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that you could have both. I don't think you could have that as rigid a discipline as that, mm. and then that respect and mm. and um, connectedness as well. Thank you. Thank you. Um, would you recommend having kids? To me, yeah, man, definitely, mm. definitely. Worth all the pains. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, life changes, but it changes definitely. Yeah, it changes effectively. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I would love to have kids. I mean, especially since the media's come along. Now that I know that, oh, well, boss can do it. <laughs> yeah, boss can do it, yeah. Yeah, but I would. People often say that, you know, the only thing that is reservation is what sort of future they're going to have. Yeah. But then again, I don't think they will have a terrible future. No. Because the human race is resilient in whatever. It is, isn't it? People have kids left, right and centre. They really do. Yeah. Mm. And like, uh, people can raise kids in whatever way, shape or Mm. form. They really can do. And I think, because we, me and Mel always used to have this conversation and we've had a conversation with other people who've been unsure about having kids. And I get the fact that you're even thinking and worrying about that. Would I be a good dad? Would I do this? That already shows to me that the fact that you're thinking about it and worrying about it means that you're good for the role yeah you'll because you wouldn't yeah you'll do yeah. something about it it's exactly yeah. that yeah because nobody just lets something that worries them just keep on letting them worry them to no. do something about, do something it, about it. it is it easier being an aunt or an uncle i mean yes i would say being an uncle is a, a downside easier than being a, <laughs> a dad or a mom but then again you don't get that entire entirety of yeah. that relationship do you? it's a different kind of relationship it's a lovely relationship though um, I love being an uncle. And I think same thing goes for as a grandparent. As a grandparent, yeah. Mm. It's different, isn't it? It is very mm. much different. Yeah. I'm and not an uncle yet, so I'm looking forward to one day becoming an uncle. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool. As a grandparent, we it's, it's a strange feeling because it's, we love her to bits and worry about everything, but it's, somehow it's a, it's a relief as well that she's going to go back to her own parents. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, not in a bad way, but in that is a sigh of relief that well, you've been know. there, done that. Yeah, haven't you? That's, yeah. This is your time to have all the fun stuff, all the mm. silliness and the yeah. crazy and the love and everything, but then send them back afterwards. Yeah. At this moment, whilst we're doing the podcast, Amelia is downstairs playing with her aunt, <laughs> yeah, Sadia and Ashi, and you can hear and the you can hear it. You can hear it. Okay, so that's that's our take on parenting and uh, kids today. I just want to say as well, I mean, we, we've got our own opinions of parenting and what we think is right, but these are our opinions. And oh, we don't mean yeah. to offend anybody. I mean, no. people have got different ways, ideas of raising their kids. And um, who are we to say that you're doing this wrong? There is no completely right or wrong way Th- of This is the perfect this. thing about yeah. it, isn't yeah. it? If you're raising a little you, we as humans are so versatile and it's not one method fits everyone. Yeah. All everyone does when their parents is just tries to do the best that they can. Yeah. That's what we can do. Cool. Cool. Very deep. I think this is one of our deepest ones. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Occasionally yeah. we do go a bit deep and just talk about things other than... <laughs> yeah. Although I think the bottom line like... is there's no right or wrong way of raising your children. The best you can do for them. And honesty is a great thing, isn't it? To be honest with them and in return they're honest with you. Yeah. yeah. That's the life. Although don't tell her about Santa. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. No, this honesty with you know inverted brackets. What so like how you were honest that you worked for the BBC and <laughs> yeah. TV with Coronation Street? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, where's where's yeah. his red book? 
<laughs> and this thumb here, I actually can disconnect my Oh, yeah, Dad, look at that. That's good skills. Go. Right, thanks a lot for good listening, guys. See you Thank next week. You. Thank you. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Basit Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.